discuter de tout ça. I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, whenever it may be, wherever you may be, and however you may be hearing my voice. Whether it be via download through one of the many podcast platforms, or if you are listening to the premiere on the Alternate Current Radio's live stream, I appreciate you tuning in and joining me as we attempt to navigate the shark-infested waters of the agenda-centivized media and look past the propaganda. This is your daily dose of what's currently all the ruckus. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. One year ago, in February of 2020, back when all of this began, the community transmission of COVID-19 had officially begun in the United States. With two cases in California and one in Oregon, the first COVID death was reported Saturday, February 29th, 2020, in Seattle. That evening, Forbes reported the following. The natural human response to a strange new disease making its way to a neighborhood near you is to feel anxiety and want to do something. That's why many people have been buying up and stockpiling masks. But even if you could buy any in the midst of a global shortage, should you? And if you already have masks, should you wear them when you're out? Even if there are COVID cases in your community? Even if there are cases next door, the answer is no. You do not need to get or wear any face masks, surgical masks, N95 masks, respirator masks, or anything else to protect yourself against the coronavirus. Not only do you not need them, you should not wear them. According to infection prevention specialist Eli Perenisevich, a professor of medicine and epidemiology at the University of Iowa's College of Medicine, quote, the average healthy person does not need to have a mask and they shouldn't be wearing masks. There's no evidence that wearing masks on healthy people will protect them. They wear them incorrectly and they can increase the risk of infection because they're touching their face more often, end quote. I don't think I'm gonna be doing it. And as reported by the Sacramento Bee that same day, U.S. Surgeon General Jerome M. Adams pleaded with people to quit stocking up on face masks, tweeting, quote, seriously people, stop buying masks. They are not effective in preventing general public from catching coronavirus, end quote. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. It's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. It wasn't until April 5th that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention came out and actually recommended that people wear face masks in public, as reported by McClatchy News. And health officials said that it's not because surgical masks are any more effective at protecting people from viruses 
they're not, but because wearing masks could help prevent infectious people who are asymptomatic from unintentionally spreading the COVID-19 virus. And at that time, the World Health Organization had not changed its position, which said masks are not needed in public for those who don't already have coronavirus. As coronavirus fears were mounting in the United States, experts were warning that face masks won't help most people avoid the virus and that they may actually increase the risk of getting it. So what exactly has changed in the last 365 days? Quite a lot, and you're gonna hear all about it today. But first, I have a public service announcement for everybody. You gotta wear a mask, bro. You're listening to Alternate Current Radio. I'm Adam Clark, and this is The Daily Ruckus. On the last episode of The Daily Ruckus, we went over pretty much everything that the science knows concerning face masks, at least up until September of 2020. And since then, believe it or not, in just the last four or five months, science has learned even more about face masks. Take, for instance, the major study that finds masks do not reduce COVID-19 infection rates. As reported by The Federalist, a high-quality, large-scale Danish study finds no evidence that wearing a face mask significantly minimizes people's risk of contracting COVID-19. The randomized control trial found no statistical significant difference in coronavirus infection rates between mask wearers and non-mask wearers. In fact, according to the data, mask usage may actually increase the likelihood of infection. The authors summarized their results, quote, the recommendation to wear surgical masks to supplement other public health measures did not reduce the SARS-CoV-2 infection rate among wearers by more than 50% in a community with modest infection rates, some degree of social distancing, and uncommon general mask use, end quote. While mask wearing has been advertised by health officials all around the world, including the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, the Danish researchers found that there was no statistically significant difference between wearing a mask or not in preventing people from contracting COVID-19. The researchers found, quote, in the third post hoc analysis, which investigated constellations of patient characteristics, we did not find a subgroup where face masks were effective at conventional levels of statistical significance, end quote. The randomized control trial, which is considered the gold standard design for scientific research had a large sample size of more than 6,000 people. Most studies conducted on various kinds of face masks against various coronaviruses are neither randomized, controlled trials, nor conducted regarding the specific SARS-CoV-2 virus currently affecting the world. The clinical trial was conducted from April through June in Denmark, a largely unmasked area with government recommendations only to social distance and wash hands frequently as the country began to reopen in May. Roughly half of the 6,024 participants, 4,862 of whom completed the study, were randomly assigned to wear surgical masks outside the home among other persons together, while the other half continued to operate in public without a mask. After a month, 42 of the mask wearers in the study, 1.8%, were infected with the virus, while 53 of the non-mask wearers, 2.1%, 
1% were infected with the virus. Statistically, this is not a significant difference between the two groups, suggesting these infection differences were a product of chance, say the study authors. Quote, the between-group difference was minus 0.3 percentage points, end quote. Some have noted Denmark's population at the time of the study was less than 2% infected. Participants were in charge of reporting their own COVID-19 tests and other limitations. Dr. Christine Lane, editor-in-chief of the Annals of Internal Medicine, where the study is published, told the New York Times the research shows masks, quote, are not a magic bullet, end quote. In an article, Lane and other editors defended the journal's decision to publish the study despite pushback. They wrote, quote, More irresponsible would be to not publish the results of carefully designed research because the findings were not as favorable or definitive as some may have hoped, end quote. The mask study is one of the largest of its kind ever completed. Quote, These findings do offer evidence about the degree of protection mask wearers can anticipate in a setting where others are not wearing masks and where other public health measures, including social distancing, are in effect. The study states, noting that the trial, quote, did not test the role of masks in source control of SARS-CoV-2 infection, end quote. Thefederalist.com. So there you have it. That's what the science has to say about what the masks don't do, i.e. stop you from catching coronavirus. And here's what the science has to say about what face masks do do. As published January 29th of this year, 2021, on Blacklisted News, a recent study in the journal Cancer Discovery found that inhalation of harmful microbes can contribute to advanced stage lung cancer in adults. Long-term use of face masks may help breed these dangerous pathogens. Microbiologists agree that frequent mask wearing creates a moist environment in which microbes are allowed to grow and proliferate before entering the lungs. Those foreign microbes then travel down the trachea and into to two tubes called the bronchi until they reach small air sacs covered in blood vessels called alveoli. Leopoldi Seagal, study author and director of the Lung Microbiome Program and associate professor of medicine at New York University Grossman School of Medicine, said, quote, The lungs were long thought to be sterile, but we now know that oral commensals, microbes normally found in the mouth, frequently enter the lungs due to unconscious aspiration. End quote. According to the study, after invading the lungs, these microbes cause an inflammatory response in proteins known as cytokine IL-17. Seagal said, quote, Given the known impact of IL-17 and inflammation on lung cancer, we were interested in determining if the enrichment of oral commensals in the lungs could drive an IL-17 type inflammation and influence lung cancer progression and prognosis. End quote. While analyzing lung microbes of 83 untreated adults with lung cancer, the research team discovered that colonies of Velinella, Prevotella, and Streptococcus bacteria, which may be cultivated through prolonged mask wearing, are all found in larger quantities in patients with advanced stage lung cancer than in earlier stages. The presence of these bacterial cultures is also associated with a lower chance of survival and increased tumor growth regardless of 
the stage. Additionally, research into the cultivation of Valonella bacteria in the lungs of mice found that the presence of such bacteria leads to the emergence of immune suppressing cells as well as inflammatory ones such as cytokine IL-17. Seagal said, quote, given the results of our study, it is possible that changes to the lung microbiome could be used as a biomarker to predict prognosis or to stratify patients for treatment, end quote. As more evidence emerges pertaining to the long-term effects of mask mandates and lockdowns, doctors and scientists are beginning to reconsider whether these authoritarian measures really are doing more harm than good. One Canadian public health expert named Dr. Aji Jofi found in a related study that lockdowns cause at least 10 times more damage than benefit. In a recent working paper by researchers at Harvard, Duke, and John Hopkins universities, academics concluded that, quote, for the overall population, the increase in the death rate following the COVID-19 pandemic implies a staggering 0.89 and 1.37 million excess deaths over the next 15 and 20 years, respectively, end quote. Since forced mask wearing began, dermatologists have coined the term maskne to describe an onset of pimples near the mouth caused by masks clogging up pores with oil and bacteria. This can be caused by either disposable or cloth masks. Dentists have also been warning about a phenomenon known as mask mouth, in which patients are arriving back at the dental office with an increase in gingivitis and tooth decay as high as 50% in a period of just a few months since mask mandates began. The discovery sheds light on the growing evidence of harm caused by long-term mask wearing. Blacklistednews.com Okay, so with so much science showing evidence that the face masks don't exactly protect you from getting the coronavirus, they probably don't protect you from spreading the coronavirus, and they could very well potentially lead to harmful and unwanted side effects, including mask mouth, mask knee, and possibly even lung cancer. So knowing all of that, exactly what kind of person is still so willing and happy to wear a face mask? Well, Julian Rose, contributor for The Waking Times, says, Wearing the mask is for those who suffer feelings of fear and or guilt. Think about it. One might reject such a notion. No, no, I'm just worried about being fined. That's where I wear it. Or, I don't want to take any risks. The health authorities wouldn't tell us to wear masks unless there was some protection benefit. Are these valid responses? Both are based primarily on fear. Fear of what an authority might do if one was to disobey the rules. And fear of sickness should one not follow the authorities' instructions. But who are the authorities? And are their demands backed by empirical evidence that the wearing of a mask is a proven defense against infection by COVID? Will our mask wearer ask those questions? And if not, why not? Well, I do wonder what it's all about, but there doesn't seem to be much point in questioning it, does there? Right. In effect, this is an admission of intellectual laziness coupled with an egregious obedience to the commands of the authority. This is the state of mind of those unwilling to think for themselves, allowing one's self to be herded because one does not want to question the command, is a psychological sickness which presents an open book for the unchecked spread of fascistic authoritarianism. I wonder how the same person would react if told to crawl to the shops on hands and knees because
because the authority said that these particular pathogens only travel at head height. Let us go back a few steps and imagine for a moment that this person has just enough suspicion concerning the motives of the authority to check the medical records for evidence that the mask actually works. Let's see what the reaction is upon discovering that there is no evidence existing which confirms health protection is achieved, and that includes for the vaccine, but that there is evidence of health risks associated with extensive mask wearing. What does our fellow human being do then? Yes, I, I saw that, but everyone else is wearing them, and well, I don't want to upset others by not wearing it. So now we must add deference to other herded humans to the growing list of reasons for not taking control of one's destiny, but instead lowering one's head and running with the crowd, being led and not knowing where one is being led, but trusting that it is somehow going to be okay. Better not rock the boat. Everyone else is masking up. Why be different? Why not be different? I, I don't want to draw attention to myself, you know, and then it's being responsible to wear the mask to show you wouldn't want to infect anyone else. Yes, the contradictions implicit in this false logic are blatant. You know the masks don't work, are likely to make you sick, cost money, are supposed to be frequently changed, washed, dried, disinfected, and so on. But nevertheless, you feel you must wear one, because that's the only responsible thing to do, and everyone else is doing it. Is this the final curtain call for a significant number of the supposedly sentient cognitive species known as Homo sapiens? I don't know about you, but I feel a pit in my stomach seeing so many fellow humans behaving like lemmings. I like to see the human face. Not all are pretty, but each is different and expresses character. So what to feel when confronted by herds of bank robbers marching towards one with more than half their faces masked over? I look at their eyes because that's the only animated bit left visible. What do I see in these eyes? Predominantly, I see fear and surrender. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe shame. Maybe in some cases, a certain sick kind of pleasure. Like with some young people. Why do I wear it? It's cool. Something different. You can get some funky designer masks. Quite distinctive. Yeah, nice. Do you believe it works? Sure, it works if you feel it works. Kind of protection against others, isn't it? Sure it is, youthful narcissist. Protection against others. Sure. Sick people everywhere. Got to protect yourself. Survival of the fittest. Let's not take risks. But mostly, I see a fear and guilt in the eyes of masked men and women. I see a coward peering out into the world and trying to look and be quote-unquote normal. That infamous word normal. Yes, the new normal, as announced by Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. Mein Herr, great reset totalitarian pseudo-visionary of a fascist nightmare. He must be pleased. So many people behaving quote-unquote properly, getting adapted to fitting into his new normal. Silent cyborgs, lost and anxious, but still managing to keep up the appearance of quote-unquote normality. So determined not to think, not to stand out from the crowd. Cannon fodder for the zero-carbon smart city, Green New Deal, New World Order prison camps of tomorrow. A future specially constructed for the walking dead, minds gone to waste from lack of use, plugged into a state-of-the-art computer so the act of thinking can be done for them by the master programmer. A subhuman race sold out to the machines it made to relieve it of the need to think. Is that the future I see in the introverted eyes of the masochistic mask wearer? Do people subconsciously want to suffer? Whatever the cause, it is for those who have meekly detoured from walking the path of life in favor of stepping onto 
the conveyor belt of a cyborgian slave cult. In the midst of these most virulent and dark deceptions pulled on humanity, there is but one recourse that will bring back the light, having the courage to totally reject this state of mindless obedience, which has got a large segment of humanity into an unprecedented and abject state of spiritual poverty. Finding a sufficiency of fire within to burn off the dead corpuscles of self-afflicted conformity, that is the call, to bravely reject the great lie currently running riot in all corners of the world. Save yourselves, demask, return to humanity, and stand firm for truth, good people of planet Earth. WakingTimes.com It's a real shame that nobody out there is incentivizing anyone to run around maskless. Instead, they're doing quite the opposite. I personally can understand why people choose to wear them in certain instances, especially when their bank accounts can be threatened with closure, as reported on 21stCenturyWire.com. The latest move to criminalize non-mask wearers by leading retail bank HSBC takes the pandemic health and safety craze to new extremes, despite the fact that neither corporations nor the government can provide any actual proof that the threat of COVID is somehow greater today than it was in March 2020. The groupthink on evidence-free policy decisions continue. Are we now seeing the final steps of an extreme social engineering agenda being implemented? The UK Mirror reports that HSBC has issued a warning to customers as retailers step up coronavirus safety measures amid a further 1,243 deaths. The lender, which also owns First Direct and Marks & Spencer Bank, said customers who break the law could forfeit their bank account. If you'd like to read more about that, please visit 21stCenturyWire.com. And let's not forget that just a couple months ago, a mayor in Los Angeles County declared not wearing a mask in public was an act of domestic terrorism. Quoting from an article by WND, Lancaster, California Mayor Rex Paris expressed his anger about rising coronavirus cases in Los Angeles County and suggested that those who do not comply with the rules should be arrested, according to a Los Angeles Daily News report. Paris said, quote, If it were up to me, anybody not wearing a mask when they are out in public would be arrested. That's an act of domestic terrorism and should be treated like one, end quote. It is understandable that Paris, who has likely been dealing with pandemic-related matters for months is frustrated at those who are not wearing masks, especially being an official in Los Angeles County. After all, mask wearing is the latest trend, and not wearing one is now considered a fashion faux pas and a crime against humanity. But to equate non-compliance to domestic terrorism is unreasonable, especially when domestic terrorism charges are known for being incredibly harsh. Although many people get annoyed at those who do not take precautions and view them as inconsiderate most would not go as far to say that they are in the category of violent extremists. WND.com Well, most people wouldn't do that, but obviously Paris would. And so would Noam Chomsky. As reported by The College Fix, Chomsky made perhaps the most inapt comparison since Joe Biden equated support for due process with white supremacy.
supremacy. Chomsky spoke virtually at the invitation of two student-run organizations, the Stanford Speakers Bureau and Stanford in Government. Chomsky claimed that people who oppose wearing masks are an epidemic in American politics, more concerned about protecting their freedoms than following science. Quote, I mean, do you have an individual right to take an assault rifle and go to the supermarket or mall and start shooting randomly? That's what it means to not wear a mask. It's a strange kind of individualism. End quote. Even if the famed linguist were convinced that wearing masks was a good idea, it's baffling how he would connect two activities with enormously different risk profiles. Opening fire with a quote-unquote assault rifle in a crowded space is highly likely to kill and seriously wound a lot of people. Not wearing a mask while shopping is far more nebulous. Even a person who tests positive for COVID-19 using tests that are often unreliable may not be infectious at all, particularly if they don't show symptoms. The vast majority of Americans are not at serious risk from COVID-19 even if they get infected. If Chomsky bothered to read the Great Barrington Declaration, he might consider that a quote-unquote focused protection approach actually makes the most sense holistically. TheCollegeFix.com And as if all of that wasn't crazy enough, just you wait until you hear the next episode. And wait you must. In the meantime, folks, if you do choose to go out in public without a face mask on, please be careful. And by no means am I implying that means you need to be worried about some sort of invisible enemy. Rather, it's just a friendly reminder that in the worst case scenario, you could have your bank account forfeited, your local city official might consider you a domestic terrorist, or maybe, just maybe, some random intellectual who you may or may not have even heard of might consider you just as dangerous as a mass shooter. But more likely than not, the only thing you'll have to deal with when going to Walmart is this guy. You gotta wear a mask, bro. For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been the Daily Ruckus for Friday, February 12, 2021. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.